Hey, we're back. Belief builds bridges. And last week we started a series on purpose. Living inside of your purpose, living outside of your purpose. But purpose is very important. Like what I'm starting to realize or things I'm seeing a little bit more common is that nowadays you see people and it's like they're always in search for something. Like there's a void or something missing. And when you're living without God, a part of your everyday life or reality, you're living outside of your purpose. Mental health right now is at an all-time high. A lot of afflictions now are at an all-time high, and you would figure that society now has information at its fingertips. I mean, you could either say, okay, Google, or okay, Siri, and information is right there for you. But also with all this information available, there's still a lot of coming up short. There's still a lot of missing the mark. So what I'm here to talk about today is living in purpose. The way how we were created was to have an a a relationship to have a fellowship with our creator and that's what we have to do some people believe that if you go to church you have a relationship with the father now now let's look at it some people go to church Maybe once a month, twice a month. Some people go to church every Sunday. Some people go to church every Sunday, every Wednesday. Whenever you go to church, that's fine. And may God continue to bless you on wherever you're going to church at. But the relationship that we need with God is an everyday relationship. Meaning, if there isn't church, we still have a relationship with God. We still look to get advice from his word. We look to get an intimacy with him through worship and fellowship. We look to familiarize ourselves with God by having an everyday relationship. Like right now, if one of my good buddies call me on the phone He's not going to have to say, Chris, this is uh, such and such. I'm going to know because we have a relationship. I'm going to know his voice. Besides his number popping up in my phone, when I hear his voice, I know it's him. It's just like if someone called your phone and you see their name pop up, but you hear someone else's voice. You're going to say, 
the phone says XYZ, but this voice is A, B, and C. And all these ways of communicating and fellowshipping is from spending time. Once we spend time with God, things start to work out better. Even with Adam and Eve at, in, in the garden is when they went outside of their purpose. They knew what they did was wrong and they hid from God. In all actuality, they couldn't hide from God because he's God. He knows exactly what bush or what tree you were standing behind. But it was just the thought that you had an understanding outside of what we had, so you chose to hide. We want to live with purpose. Everybody has a purpose. Everybody fits into the piece of the puzzle. But what I'm saying is, when God is incorporated in it, it's a win-win situation. When you see a person who's really in touch with God, their life is a little bit different from everyone else. One, if they have a sickness, it's not chronic. If you, you see them, they're not suffering from any kind of anxiety or any kind of depression. They know at the end of the day, God is in control. If, if they go and get a bad report for the physician, they know in which direction to go. Bring it more to God. A lot of things happen to people is for them to get intimate, to get closer to God. And when you get closer and closer to him, situations and circumstance do not work out the same way. It changes. It does. Because once you realize that it's not God's will for you to be sick, it's not God's will for you to be going through certain circumstances and situations. See, let me let me let me make sure I get this correct. In life, we will have trials and tribulations. But the word of God says in John, be of good cheer. Because I have already overcame the world. That I is God. That I is Jesus. That I is the Holy Spirit. That I is the, the, the greater that's in me than he that's in the world. That I is that by his stripes I am healed. See, we have to identify with Christ in everything that we do, and that makes us a winner. That makes us look at things different. You'll never hear a real believer say, cancer is the big C. The only big C we know is Christ. Cancer is a small C. It can defeat people. It can take people out. It's a sickness. It's a spirit. And if it's cast out, it's no longer part of who you are. Now, I know people are going to say, Chris, you, you took it too far. You, 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 you don't know exactly what you're talking about. Cancer is a spirit. 
And if the spirit is cast out, then there will be no reflection of the, the sickness in your body. That's just what it is. There's a lot of sicknesses that comes through spirits. There was many times you looked in the Bible and Jesus cast out a spirit and whatever the affliction that was over the person, it was no longer there because the spirit was gone. There's two spirits. There's a good spirit, there's a bad spirit. You want to be possessed by the good spirit, which is the Holy Spirit. That gives us the extraordinary qualities that we can do things that we normally couldn't do on a normal capacity. When you see somebody always in a good spirit, peace, joy, happiness, gentleness, faith, joy, these are characteristics of the Holy Spirit being a participant in your everyday life. When you have wisdom, word of knowledge, you can speak in a different tongue. You can interpret a different tongue. These are qualities of the Holy Spirit. And when you're working in your purpose, these qualities are right there for you. These benefits, these promises, these principles, this, these attributes are who you are. When you look in the Old Testament, you see Samson had superhuman strength. That was the Holy Spirit. When you see that Daniel, when he was in ancient Babylon with Nebuchadnezzar, that the, the, the insight, the wisdom that he had, that was attributes of the Holy Spirit. When Paul got bit by the, the poisonous snake and it didn't do anything to him, that was attributes of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will take us to where we couldn't go on a normal capacity. It's not nothing spooky. That's just something that we get through salvation, accepting Jesus Christ as our Lord and our personal Savior. Now you're probably saying, well, Chris, you... you you took it too far because what we learned about the Holy Spirit and what we've seen about walking in the Spirit is different from what you're saying. And I'm going to give you Ephesians 1.13. And it says, And who ye also trust after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of our salvation, our salvation and whom after that we we believe ye were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise heard the word of truth the gospel of your salvation in whom also after that ye believed so when you hear the gospel when you hear the good news you will have that that zeal to want to take it to the next level. And the next level is believing. Believing in what? 
the good news that you heard, but the most awesome news of all is that Jesus Christ died for all our sins. He rose on the third day and he sits on the right hand side of the Father. That means we were born again. That means the sins that we committed, he has forgiven. That means that things that we inherited, that we had no choice with, Jesus forgave us for those sins, and he also gave us a pass for those sins. That's why we are born again. Born again doesn't mean going back in the stomach of your mother and coming back out again. Born again means that you were born parts of the flesh, but now that you accept Jesus Christ, you're born of a new spirit, a new DNA, a new person. That your slate has been made clean. Jesus swiped for what you couldn't swipe for. He paid the price that we would have always came up short. But because he paid that price, he made it right for us. It gave us a new lease on life. That's our purpose. Our purpose is to let other people know about the goodness of Jesus Christ. Our purpose is that people can see these finer qualities in our everyday life and want to know how did we get this? Where did it come from? What school did you come from? What's your, what's your background? And the truth of the matter is that Jesus Christ has made it relevant for us. Romans 8. But you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so, be that the spirit of God dwells in you. Now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he's not of his. Believer. Christ really makes all the difference in our life. The only prerequisite that we have to do is believe. We have to have faith. Because the day that we, we had salvation and, and, we, and we made that belief, we made that confession and believed in our heart, that day we will promise eternal life. That day, we now can have the benefits. Now the promise is ours. Now the principles are ours. Now all these things that you see in the Bible that God tells us that are ours, especially when you're reading the New Testaments, when you're reading Galatians and you're reading Philippians and you're reading Ephesians, you hear these things, these promises, you start to know that life for you no longer can be the same. When you go to Philippians 2.5 and it says, this mind in me is in the mind in Christ Jesus. When you start holding on to these, these, these the, the word of God, it changes your, your thinking capacity. Your mind looks at things differently. 
you start to understand that the limitation that held you back before is no longer that limitation because again you can do all things through Christ purpose 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 when you're head of your class and they ask you why you know it's because of Christ when you're when you're in school and what you were taught last week the holy spirit brings a remembrance back to you so now you're sharp you you understand everything purpose even even with athletes when you go across that threshold when when you have the capacity to do the things you couldn't do that's the spirit of god that's in you it brings out the extraordinary qualities in you because of what Christ did on Calvary. See when Christ was on Calvary, he told us that when when he left, when he left mankind and he he sits on the right hand side of the Father, he was going to send us a comforter. That we would no longer be alone in whatever we're going through with our with our circumstances and situations. He said I'll never leave you, I'll never forsake you purpose our purpose is to show the fallen state of mankind the grace the peace the joy the faith the goodness that God has bestowed on us through his spirit that's in us that incorruptible seed This is not something we can do in one or maybe two podcasts. But this is just the tip of the iceberg. I pray that we get the full understanding of the scripture that was in Ephesians 1:13 and Romans 8. I mean, these are scriptures that we got to go over, we got to read, we we got to meditate on it. It's something that you want. Belief builds bridges. Till next time, shalom. If you like what you hear, share. Sharing is caring.